season's going to end on a double doink. The Philadelphia Eagles are Super Bowl champions. Eagles fans everywhere, this is for you. Let the celebration begin. There's going to be a parade on Broadway. And your hosts, Brendan Deeg and Eric Warner. Hester's going to take it all the way for a touchdown. And welcome back to another episode of the Double Dog Podcast. My name is Brendan Deeg. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you haven't already, please hit that subscribe button. It will be greatly appreciated. You can also rate the podcast and review the podcast wherever you do listen to your podcast. It would also be greatly appreciated. The spring is almost here. Sports are buzzing. Mr. Eric Warrensy is with us. Baseball season has started. You had your fantasy draft last night. Warrensy, how'd that go? Oh, not too bad, actually. Not too bad. Uh, first time in my life I've ever had Mike Trout. On my oh, was team. that the first? Is he the first overall pick? No, we do an auction draft, okay. so it's a little different. Uh, this year, Trout is ranked outside the top 10 in most Yahoo leagues. Do you like just, auction better than the, the, the snake style? Or? It is 100,000 times better. Okay. it's Once you've done an auction draft... You can't go back. It's it's just so much better. Like If you want a player, you can get him. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no... Like, in a snake draft, you get pick... What, say you get pick eight. Like, you don't have any choice. Like, yeah. you... So in an auction draft, so you go, you go guy by guy, and then you just yell out. People yell out you money. You just go around. You go around, and you can call out whoever you want. So oh, okay. So it goes like you, the person that the person starts the bid, and he starts the player. Yeah, gotcha. and then the bidding happens. How much money does you do? You, like how much money do you get to you spend get, with? You get fifty five dollars for your whole team. Um, so for example, like the most expensive player in the league this year. Uh, was Shohei Otani went for ten dollars. Gotcha. We got Mike Trout for eight, so not I'm bad. happy with That's that. That's not bad. I'm happy with that. That's not bad. Um, Masters is on right now. Just sports in general it is, is insane. Like the Leafs, Austin Matthews breaks the Leafs record last night. That was awesome. Raptors are playing really well. But is this the best Toronto sports has been in a long time? Like, think about it. the Jays are now about to start tomorrow. We're going. When the Jays start tonight. We were yeah. going tomorrow. Cannot wait for that. Yeah. Um, but like, it just in general, I was thinking, like, I can't remember. The Raptors, I guess, they're contenders. I guess you can put quotation marks they're around it. They're in the it. top six. Yeah. The Leafs are top five team in the NHL right now, playing yeah. like it. And the Jays are perennial ML, like, uh, World Series favorites, right? Right. Yeah. Consensus World Series yeah. favorites, which is worrisome to yeah. me. The team that gets all the offseason hype generally never wins so i'm actually terrified to be honest but if the jays don't make the playoffs it'll be a disappointment so i can't remember i don't think once in our lifetime the jays leafs and raptors have all made the playoffs at once i don't think it's ever happened i actually i think i'm 99 sure i saw in the twitter sphere that it's never happened before so we could be in a new territory in the toronto sports world march madness just finished up as well um, and the best part about March Madness or that game was the names. Oh, yeah. Armando Baycott. Is Leaky all- Black. <laughs> yeah. Gotta love a Leaky Black. Um, 
Uh, did you? So none of us even came close in our brackets. I think uh, pretty sure that you were dead last, and I was like second last. I think I was dead last. <laughs> the guy who ran our pool ends up winning it, which is uh, you know congratulations to Tim Wayne. Let's give Tim Wayne a shout out here. He deserves yeah, it. Yeah, no, he deserves it. Yeah. So some other so back on the name part of things here. There, I'm going to give you the 2000 and 2001 TCU team. Are you ready for this? This is the greatest name in the history of college basketball. There was a Greedy Daniels. Greedy. A Bingo Merricks. Oh, my God. A, this is the best one. A Nucleus Smith. His name is Nucleus. Mm-hmm. N-U-C-L-E-U-S. And a Rebel Polk. All of those guys' names were on the 2000-2001 TCU team. And I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to up you that with the 2004 South Carolina Gamecocks basketball team. Are you ready for this one? We got a Sundarius Thornwell, a Lamonis Chekvacius, and a Mendagus Conceius. What the heck? You know I love some good names, so I just had to list that those are some, Those are some great <laughs> names. I like um, a Nucleus. Yeah. I I still like Armando Baycott. Yeah, that's, that's a great one. one to me, Armando. So we're gonna get into it later. Um, but Dane Brugler released his uh, "The Beast," and one of my favorite parts of "The Beast" is going through and finding cool names. Yeah, so yeah. I'm looking forward to doing that. Yeah. Before we get into uh, before we get into kind of the NFL draft, um, some things have been happened around the NFL world. So have we talked about um, Bobby Wagner to the Rams yet? Uh, what do you make of that? I'm having a tough time figuring it out. I linebackers become a devalued position. Not to you though. Not to me. But Bobby Wagner's not the Bobby Wagner of the last five to ten years when he was a perennial all pro player. Mm -hmm. If the Rams are expecting Bobby Wagner to be an above average linebacker. And I guess they are paying them $10 million a year. I don't know if that's a great move for them. They're tight on money. They got away. They won the Super Bowl last year without having any linebackers. What was this change in philosophy from the Rams front office? They devalued the linebacker position completely. Sometimes playing with no linebackers on the field at all. And if they ever did put linebackers on the field, they would put one at most. Now they're bringing in Bobby Wagner to be the – is he going to be the play caller of the defense here? Or are they switching their whole philosophy on defense? I'm just – I don't know how it's going to work. I always, I really like Bobby Wagner as a guy. Yeah. I just don't know if this is the right fit. I don't like the contract at all. I think it's terrible. Yeah. I think it's one of the worst contracts handed out for agency so far. The money is yeah, absurd. Giving a linebacker five years, $50 million, especially an aging linebacker, and – the way the linebacker position is transitioning is you have to be able to cover. Exactly. Bobby Wagner had one of the worst PFF grades of coverage out of linebackers yeah. in, in the league last year. He probably played his worst season. He was one. I'm not saying he was one of the worst linebackers in the NFL last year, but he was. He was. He was below average linebacker last he was year. Close. And now you're getting older. You're getting. You're going into a new defense, which is going to ask him to cover, and you're giving him five years, fifty million dollars. It's it's a classic. Sign the name more than sign the player. Oh, if yeah. that makes sense, big time. And, and it's I. Do you think like because they're in the same division? Do you think that like, the Rams have like an infatuation? Yeah, oh, with 100%, 100%. Watching, they're like this guy's amazing. Yep, bang on with that one. I think there's something to do with it. Like it, it happens all the time. Teams see the guy a lot, right? And 
You want to bring him in because he's killed you, right? How yeah. many times has Bobby Wagner killed the LA Rams? I have a, I have a, I have a flaming hot Rams take for you. I think they might have been one of the teams that got worse this, this NFL season. They didn't get better. They're, I'm, I didn't think they were, I think they were probably the worst Super Bowl team. I, I, I hate to say it because they won the Super Bowl. They just obviously deserve credit. And I'm not the guy to shred a Super Winner, but if we put the top, if we put the last 10 Super Bowl winners in a, in a, in a ranking, I don't have them all in front of me. I'm assuming the Rams would probably be nine or ten, correct? Yeah, I can agree with that. Like I'm trying to think of any other ones. I mean, ones. Matt Matt Stafford led the NFL in interceptions yeah. this year. People forget about he that. He had eight interceptions in his last four games. Yeah. It was the classic, like you, me and you were really big into when you and you you kind of base this off of your March Madness bracket. The going into a tournament, let's say March Madness, or going into the playoffs hot is very important to me when I'm kind of picking. Mm-hmm. Like, And the Rams were one of the coldest teams in the NFL going into the Super Bowl and they ended up winning it, which was kind of against my philosophy or against how I pick and bet on sports. And so just looking at the Rams, they lost. Um, they lost Andrew Whitworth. He retired. Okay. Huge loss. Huge loss. You, you, re-sign, um, you re-signed your right tackle, um, Joe Note, Noteboom, or left tackle, sorry. So Joe Noteboom's going to replace Andrew Whitworth. Joe Noteboom was the sick. He was their swing tackle, basically. He played pretty good. He was okay in, in some times. You're giving him a massive three-year deal. So he's going to replace Andrew Whitworth. You've also lost Trey Reader. You've lost Sebastian Joseph Day. You've lost Vaughn Miller. You've lost Odell Beckham Jr. That's five guys that were built in what helped your Super Bowl winning roster. And I'll throw in Robert Woods on that. Yeah, there you go. Well, yeah, Robert Woods got traded as well. So yeah. you're replacing those five guys... Like Andrew Whitworth, Sebastian Jose, Sebastian Joseph Day, Troy Reader, Von Miller, Odell Beckham Jr. Five guys, studs, played very well for them. You're replacing them with a Allen Robinson and a Bobby Wagner. Am I missing yeah. something here? No, I think you're on to something. I mean, they've played video game type GM for quite a while now where they're all in all the time. I, that's part of the reason why this Bobby Wagner contract doesn't make any sense to me at all because they paid him big money rather than why don't you go get a defensive lineman on the cheap who can replace Sebastian Joseph Day? Why don't you go get a depth offensive lineman in case Noteboom doesn't play as well as he did last mm-hmm. year? I would have rather done the quantity over yes. the quality route for the Rams, but they definitely went quality. And I do like the Allen Robinson signing personally. But, I mean, you have Robert Woods right there. I know he's coming off an injury, but you can't say to me that Allen Robinson is a clear-cut upgrade over a healthy Robert Woods. I think they're pretty similar. I just don't understand the need to pay that extra money for Allen Robinson. Agreed. And you're you're not replacing where you lost. I guess Robinson, yeah. But, like, is is Robinson going to give you what Odell Beckham gave you? Wait the year, maybe, yeah. maybe. Robinson is such a tough guy to figure yeah. out. He, this is by far the best situation he'll be in in his career. Mm-hmm. He's just coming off such a down year, and there was no, there's. It was just such a weird year in Chicago for him. He wasn't even getting targets. He yeah. wasn't even getting looks. That's why I. That's why I asked you because like you watched a lot of Bears games before. I, like you were kind of the one guys I went to for an evaluation. Like I didn't know what to make of him going into free agency. Yeah, it's so bizarre. I mean, getting away from Matt Nagy can only help. <laughs> getting point. into Sean McVay's system can only help. Yeah, But I know that Sean McVay, his system kind of demands a lot of blocking from his wide receivers. Yeah. 
I think Allen Robinson is a team first guy. I expect him to buy into the system. It's just can he excel as that block blocking wide receiver? I don't mm-hmm. know if he can. We'll have to see. So yeah, I I, I was just kind of looking at teams to see like who got better, who got worse. I'm kind of heading into the draft. What team needs? What what teams don't need? And the Rams stuck out to me. As a team that I thought got worse, and it happens, right? And they and they also it's lock- very rare for a Super Bowl yeah. winner. To not get kind of like the Bucks last year, like they were yeah. one of the they they ran it back with the coaches, and that's another thing too. They lost their offensive coordinator, right? Like yeah. so. Well, Sean McVay is their offensive it's coordinator. Something, yeah, and you're it's right. Not nothing. Yeah, it's you're not right. Nothing. It's yeah. not nothing, but it's not like they like losing Brandon Staley the year prior was a bigger loss. Yes, yeah. and like well, and I always bring it back to the 2017 Eagles, like. When they lost Frank Reich, it was never the same in that in that building. And that, Doug Peterson right. called the plays, right? So right, that's a good point. Yeah, Frank Reich was he was more of the architect, um, helping the offense. But it's just I, I don't. Let's get let's get crazy here. I don't know if it's crazy that they could be a potential like bust miss playoff team. I don't think that's crazy at all. Yeah. Um, let's get freaky on the doink. Sorry, who was there? They also lost their cornerback too, didn't they? We always forget about. That was guy. Troy Troy Reader. Well, he's a, he was a linebacker. Yeah. Um, Johnson. Not Johnson. Job. I'm looking at the guy. Williams. Like, Darius. Yeah, Williams. Yeah, Darius Williams. Yeah, he's Where, gone. Yep. Darius yeah, Williams. Yeah, that's, that's, that's a That's another six guys. Yeah, I completely yeah. completely forgot about Darius Williams. Yeah. So they definitely have an uphill battle. And they got no draft picks. No. They're all gone. Yeah. Like, so they can't they can't really add to this team. And. San Francisco looks like a wagon. They're gonna be Seattle's good. entering rebuild, but who knows what you're getting from Arizona? Yeah, but it's yeah. still a very competitive division. Uh, yeah, I just I think this team glaringly got worse. And actually, like I, it's tough because when I was going through teams, what they need, what they don't, like usually, usually there's a. Uh, oh yeah, crack that corn light. Let's get freaky here. <laughs> um, it's a Friday. It's a Friday, baby. Um, and just because usually when you're when when you run through the off season, like who got better, who got worse, not a lot of teams usually think get worse, right? Because like they're adding, but right. this one did stick out to me, and I and I was maybe it's just because I'm still pessimistic that they win because I that they won the Super Bowl because I predicted that they wouldn't lose in the first round to the Arizona Cardinals, so maybe I'm just being a dick. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, so one more thing I want to talk about before we get to the draft here. Wide receiver contracts, Mr. Eric Warnsy here. Oh, just outrageousness. <laughs> Actually, we, we should talk about our sponsors here at the Double Doing Podcast. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Not everyone is someone they can lean on and talk to. That's where BetterHelp comes in. With BetterHelp, you have access to over 20,000 licensed therapists. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own professional licensed therapist. If you ever search for a counselor in the area, you know it can take weeks or even months to get a phone call back with BetterHelp. You can start communicating in as little as 48 hours. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they can make it easy and free to change therapists if needed. You deserve to prioritize your mental health this year. You get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash double joint podcast. We want to thank BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Today's episode is also sponsored by CoolBet. CoolBet is the most transparent gaming company in the world. CoolBet also provides the best odds in Canada with world-class customer service. For first-time users, use the box code DOINK at D-O-N-K, DOINK for 100% welcome bonus. Up to $200 when signing up with CoolBet. That's code DOINK. And CoolBet will match your first deposit up to $200. So we'll give our cool friends at CoolBet Canada a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at CoolBet Canada. CoolBet. Stay cool. And that response. Okay. So wide receiver contracts. Brandon Cooks is the most recent one to get a contract. He signed a two-year 
it sounds like two year forty million dollar deals. I kind of am I in the ballpark here? Let me pull up his contract exactly. I actually haven't even spot seen rack. the numbers. Okay, yet. so oh, it's not even updated on Spot Rack yet either. So it's to find a two year. Call it Spot Rack. Is it a Spot Rack? Spotrack. S- spot. Spot Rack. I call it Spot Rack. I What's... call it Spotrack. Spotrack. Am I could? Am I wrong? I don't know. <laughs> How am I supposed to figure this out? All right, we I guess we'll never know. Yeah. Now that you say spot track, it, spot yeah. I call it spot, spot track, spot rack. I don't know. I think spot. I think I think spot track sounds better. Spot rack. That's sounds just how better. I see it. But okay. one of us is right, yeah. one of us is wrong. So I can't find the his contract is not up there. Um, I, I believe it's basically like a two year thirty six million dollar two two year thirty six million dollar deal. They can get up to forty million. Okay, here we go. Da, 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 da. No, still not up. Still not up on uh, on uh, over the cap either. Okay. Anyways, two year. Let's say let's average about nineteen twenty million dollars a year for Brandon Cooks. Um, and look, Brandon Cooks is a good player. He's actually been kind of underrated player in my opinion as well over the last few years. Like, and I'm actually happy that he finally stayed somewhere. Right. It's like, I I can't, like good for him for finally having some sort of uh, continuity. Like Brandon Cooks is 28 years old. He has six 1,000-yard receiving seasons in, the, um, in his career. Four of them with different teams. Been traded three times and assigned two extensions. So good for him for finding a home. Uh, but I think Brandon, the Brandon Cooks contract kind of emphasizes how much money these wide receivers are getting. Yeah. I think that the wide receiver market has been completely ruined. Yep. And... You, I think almost everybody looks at it as a positive for wide receivers. Look, we're establishing the market. This is great. I'm terrified. I think that wide receivers are soon, eventually, I'm not saying very soon, probably in the next five to ten years, the wide receiver position will become what has happened to the running back position, where they realize, wait, I have to pay you $30 million? Yeah. No, I'll go draft someone. So great for these guys that are getting the thirty, the twenty-five to thirty million dollar contracts. That's great. It's not going to last. I'm going to call that Tyree Kill is not going to put up similar numbers God. in Miami. Once people realize that, and then once they see in Kansas City, whoever they plug into Tyree Kill with Patrick Mahomes is going to have success. They're going to realize, wait, our quarterback makes our wide receiver. Mm-hmm. It's not the wide receiver making. The quarterback. It's clearly quarterback makes wide receiver. Yeah. I think it's going to become the new wide, the new running back where use you on your rookie deal. See you later. Yeah. We're drafting somebody else. So, like the Tyreek Hill contract, I'm staring at it again. Like I'm just in awe. He's making $30 million a year. God, I hate that move for the Miami Dolphins so much. Um, like, but it's, it's, it's insane. I think I have Aaron Donald. As the guy who affects the game the most as a non-quarterback. Tell me how Tyreek Hill is worth $10 million more than Aaron Donald. There's no, there's no way he is. Like, it's... I I, I don't understand how people make these decisions. <laughs> and on top of it, you had to give five draft picks to get him. Yeah. Like five... I know we're going, we're beating a dead horse yeah. here. We've already, we've already talked about it a lot, but God, I hate that move. Like, I'm looking at some of the wives who are calling trucks right now. Like, and how much money these guys are making. And it's, it's, it's baffling me. And it's, do you think there's going to be a point, like you said, it's kind of be similar to running backs where teams are just not going to pay them as much anymore? I think it's a, 
I think it's a hair different because wide receivers are more important than running backs, but I get your... Right. You can look at it two ways where, yeah, the game is more going through the air, so wide receivers are more important. Also, with game going through the air more, you need <coughs> three wide receivers now. Yeah. So I don't. I think teams will the smart teams will start to look at. Hey, let's get three B wide receivers rather than one A plus and two C or Ds because we have no money. Mm-hmm. Let's just get three Bs and spread the ball around. No, for sure. And like I was thinking of kind of the Eagles' philosophy right now. Like they didn't pay. I think they were in the Allen Robinson sweepstakes. It just didn't happen, but. They didn't. They went out and they decided not to at paying a wide receiver a lot of money, and I was mad about it at first. But like I'm looking at these deals, and you can have two receivers on rookie contracts. You eventually might have to pay a quarterback if you, Philly, right? Like you might go get a veteran quarterback next year. So I think that makes sense in that sort of way. But I, the quarterback, I think it's kind of transition or it's a good uh, maybe learning lesson, I guess, from what happened with the cornerback market. Because you remember when we were, before this, uh, before free agency started, we were all aboard that J.C. Jackson was going to be the highest paid cornerback. And he got less than market value because some teams way overpaid cornerbacks. So I think there might be a time where like this $30 million mark that Terry Kill's got here. I don't know if anyone's ever going to surpass this. Right. It could go, like where Stefan Diggs came out at 24 yeah. or 25. 20, right. In that 24 to 25 range, does that become the new... Mm-hmm range but i just i don't know i just i look at the way football is progressing and i i think you need more than one guy yeah at the wide receiver position so to pay one guy 30 million is absurd to me even Devonte adams who you and i both agree has been the best wide receiver for the last three years hands down no question paying him 30 or 29 million dollars i wouldn't it. do it i wouldn't do it you got a 56-man roster. Like, <laughs> yeah. we're not talking about basketball where you got 10 guys that you got to pay. Like, there's 56 guys on this roster you got to pay. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. What do you make of Debo Samuel unfollowing the 49ers on Instagram and removing all his posts with 49ers on it? Do you... Something, nothing? Are you serious? You ever heard thing? this? No, you ever heard I this? didn't no. see this one. So Debo Samuel unfollowed the San Francisco 49ers on Instagram and removed every post on his Instagram with 49ers had something to do with it. So wearing a t-shirt, wearing a jersey, him playing football, etc. Jeez, these, the modern athlete is it's, just like, It's funny because that's the way athletes have decided to uh, um, express, express, their, their, dis- yeah. Yeah, their, express their anger to your team. I think it's fine. You don't like it? I know you're yeah. not a, like you're not as big a social media guy, but I think it's, I think it's something, it's, it's a tool they can use, right? And well, I'm more for I wonder though... So what, did his agent go up to them and be like, hey, we want the Tyreek Hill contract, and then the 49ers oh. said no, so then he's a baby now? Well, like, he's not a baby. He wants his money. He Debo Samuel's season last year, it goes so under-talked about. 1,559 receiving yards, seven receiving touchdowns, 509 rushing yards, nine rushing touchdowns. He was the most productive offensive player in the NFL last year, maybe to Cooper Cup. Yeah. So no, pay the man. 
So then why does he already have a contract? Well, because right. he's, he's on his rookie deal. Yeah. He wants more money. He deserves more money. He's worth more than his fucking rookie contract. And he was also a second round pick too, right? He doesn't get the I first know. year contract. But then so we're debating about like CBA stuff here where it's like well, stuff I'm, that needs to be worked into the rookie contracts. Like, No, I'm debating that pay the man. Like, I, I, I'm for the, I'm always, I'm pro athlete. I'm pro yeah. pay the guy. But we both just agreed paying a guy $30 million is outrageous. That's not his fault. Yeah, I would pay. I don't. I think giving a, a contract like thirty million dollars a deal with Samuel is a lot better than giving a thirty million dollar contract to a guy like Tyreek Hill. Right, he's way younger. Yeah, way younger. We can do more things. His his best years are in front of him. Yeah, I guess. <sighs> I guess I just don't like the unfollowing of the account, similar to Kyler yeah. Murray. When it's like, what you don't get your way, so you're just gonna be a baby about it. Like, if you when you are if you hit free agency. And have the year Debo Samuel just had, somebody will pay you. The money is coming. There is no world where Debo Samuel doesn't make millions and millions and millions of dollars. So I do kind of have a problem with it. I do think it's childish. And Oh, yeah, it's definitely childish. I'm not saying it's not. Yeah. But you, sometimes you got to throw a temper tantrum to get your way, right? That's how life works. Yeah, I, for one, like, I understand when players hold out. Like, Devontae Adams, if they put him on the franchise tag... I would have been completely okay if he held out. I would have been okay. Like, you are worth more money yeah. than what you are playing for. However, Debo Samuel is going to get that massive contract. I, I think I think Devontae Adams is actually a good case study here for this because he's probably looking at what happens. Devontae Adams says, I don't want that to happen to me. I don't want to wait around for so long get and get tagged. my money. Yeah, get tagged and wait forever to get my money. I want it now. And, like, Devontae Adams is not made... As, like think about how much more money Devontae Adams probably could have made if he if he threw this temperature tantrum back. Let's say it took him to like his third year to start playing really well, I believe, right? Yeah. So let's say his third year. I just I, I think it's funny. Like I, I do you think it's something though? Do you think it's something nothing? Like because all these wide receivers are getting it traded. It has to be something. Yeah. In the, we're in the social media age where mm-hmm. it's definitely not nothing. But let's be real, he's going to be on the field for the San Francisco 49ers next year and be their focal point yeah. of their offense. So do you, do you think there's something uh, we're going to see? I start seeing a trend, I guess, in teams not wanting to pay the second contract to wide receivers. Because look, uh, Devontae Adams gone, Tyree Kill gone, uh, Mari Cooper got a second contract, I guess, but we don't want to pay that gone. Like you're seeing these receivers get traded a ton because teams don't want to dish up the money. And then you got teams like the Raiders, and the Dolphins sitting there like, we'll, we'll pay you. Like, A.J. Brown, Depot Samuel are the two next guys up that deserve yeah. to get paid. Is there like a 100% chance that they're both back? I don't think so. Oh, that, yeah, you definitely. I'd be calling for A.J. Brown all day. I think he's yeah, so fun. I saw that uh, the Titans released a statement saying we're not oh, trading him. So that was, means they're yeah. getting call after yeah. call after call. And D.K. Metcalf. D.K. Metcalf, Depot Samuel, A.J. Brown, they're the next up. They're yeah. the next Tyree Cole. They're the next Devonta Adams. Kind of. So it's gonna be. It's. I think it's very interesting to follow this. Yeah, that's definitely a topic we're gonna keep an eye on. All right, today it's April, and April is Testicular Cancer Awareness Month. Did you know that, Eric Warnsey? Now I do. My dad beat testicular cancer, so this hits home at me. Why don't you tell us about Manscaped? All righty, fellas, have you started spring cleaning yet? The carpets need cleaning. The drapes need dusting and your lawn needs mowing. Spring has sprung and the global leaders in below the waist grooming have the best tools for cleaning aisle five in your pants. 
Time to clear out your winter bush and join the other 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with code DOINK. Manscaped has the full package you need for spring cleaning this year. The Performance Package 4.0 is the only tool you need to keep your boys looking and smelling like the fresh tulips your partner wants. Start off your spring cleaning. Use Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer to get the most precise shave on your hedges. Did we mention it's waterproof as well? No need to worry about watering your grass with this tool. Equipped with an LED light so you know it will be a major asset to the new shower routine. Clear your holes and smell the spring air with the Weed Whacker. This nose and air, this nose and ear hair trimmer provide proprietary skin safe technology which helps prevent nicks, snags and tugs in those delicate holes. Get 20% off and free shipping with code DOINK at manscaped.com. That's 20% off, free shipping, manscaped.com. Use code DOINK. Bang. Okay. Before we get out of here, like we said at the top of the show, Dane Brugler has released The Beast, one of my favorite pieces of football content that is dropped every year. The Beast, the, 22, the 2022 NFL Draft Guide, Dane Brugler ranks 300 and 99 scouting reports from 1,698 players. The Beast is 288 pages long. Dane Bluger will be on the podcast next Wednesday. He's a friend of the show. He's been on a few times. We love a Dane Brugler. Just an absolute animal for making this. It's insane. This is one of the <laughs> most incredible, like, just so going through university, we've both done, like, reports yeah. and stuff. You see, like, a... When you're doing a essay or whatever, you you have to research articles and profs previous work and stuff, and you you go through it and you're like, this trumps it all. Like mm-hmm. this is the most impressive collection of work I think I've ever laid my eyes on. 288 pages of every single draft eligible player. Yeah. He got. He's got everything down to these guys' favorite food. Yeah, he's got. Insane. He's got everything you would ever need to know on yeah. any draft eligible player. It is so incredible to me. So I was. I was hearing that this year teams have become uh, hesitant to put the ages of their players up because apparently there's been a lot of identity theft through like athletes. So apparently Dane was really? having a really tough problem finding out the ages. Of a lot of these players. That's such an important factor. Yeah, I know exactly. Yeah, yeah. But like it kind of makes sense, right? If you're if you're one of those fuckers that wants to steal identities, go for the guy that's about to make a bunch of dollars. I, I don't know. Like, yeah. I, I, I kind of get it from if you're a scam artist point of view, but I I found that that was pretty I interesting. I never even thought of yeah. that. Yeah. So I haven't dove too deep into it. I, I cannot uh, tonight I'm gonna spend a bunch of time onto it. Um and again, like I said, we'll have data on the podcast on Wednesday to kind of go over much more of it, and draft coverage is starting today at the Double Dunk Podcast. So remember that. Anything stick out to you from just peeking through it? Any anything at all? Yeah, to be honest, just I also just did the quick glance through. Yeah. Going to dive into each position group over the weekend. On his top one hundred list, yes, Kayvon Thibodeau ranked eight. Yeah. Going into the season, all you heard about was Kayvon Thibodeau. So. He's That's following. what I'm looking forward to Wednesday. What ha- did something happen? Like, is there a reason he's not higher than eight, or is he? But at eight, is he still going to be an, a really good player? Right? Mm-hmm. Like, so I yeah. think so. What happened is like the draft process. A lot of a lot of stuff came out about him. How he's not very committed. 
to uh, like football. There's a lot of there's a lot of off field stuff lingering with him. And I also think the emergence of Aiden Hutchinson also might have dropped him off because he kind of realized this is this guy's just as good. He's got Trayvon Walker at four. Yeah, yes. So yeah, yes. Kayvon Thibodeau is his third ranked edge player, which going into the year, all you heard was Kayvon Thibodeau, number one pick. Shoot it in like it's gonna happen. And I guess throughout the year, he slowly slid down. But how about our my guy, Sauce Gardner yep. in the five hole? I like Sauce. that. Sauce, he's gonna be cornerback one. Didn't allow a touchdown his whole career at Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Can't wait to see where Sauce lands. I think he's going to be a New York Giant. They got picked five and seven. I don't think he makes it past seven. That's my prediction. But early prediction. Um, what stuck out to me is where's the first quarterback on the top 100 list? Like I was going through. So he's got Kenny Pickett as QB1, right? 30. <laughs> you need a quarterback to take the draft. Yeah. That was no. Yeah, no, that was no. Right? Yeah, for sure. Apparently next year's draft is pretty yeah, loaded. CJ, oh, CJ Stroud. I've already. Yeah. I want my hands on him so bad. He's going to be a stud. And like he got better last year. Like he's going to like he's the sky's the limit for right. that kid. Um but yeah, I, I think the quarterback is sticks out. Um and I also think the guy he put like he's got Kenny Pickett as QB1. A lot of people have Malik Willis above him, right? Yeah, like Well, he's got Kenny Pickett at 30, Malik Willis at 32. Yeah, so it's true. That can't mean that they're far apart. And Kenny Pickett's more red, like ready to go. And we'll talk about the quarterbacks next week, but I, I think Kenny Pick is more ready to go. And then Malik Willis, you kind of have to sit and wait. But man, like I, I'm excited. It's it's draft season, Hornsey. It's here, and it sucks. You don't have a first round pick. No, no, yeah. <laughs> so did, did that trade? So is this a lot? Do you, did they trade the 2023 first round pick as well? No, no, no okay, just this one. Um, I feel like it is never because the Cleo Mack trade as well. Yeah, it's well, been a while. So when was the last time you drafted the first round? Last year, Justin well, Fields. Just Fields, yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah, yeah. I'm an idiot. Yeah, you're right, you're right. But yeah, no, I still make that trade every time. Because honestly, that's why I was so happy with drafting Justin Fields was because it was known that this isn't a quarterback draft. Yeah. If you wanted a quarterback, like look at Carolina right now. Yeah. Like they must be so pissed. Like you're telling me that Carolina isn't like just banging their head against the yeah. wall, saying, "Why did we wait till this year for a quarterback?" Like, they might as well wait for next year because mm-hmm. they're at what five or are they? They're six. They're six. Taking Kenny Pickett or Malik Willis at six. So it's a swing. That is a swing. <laughs> yeah, I, I like I like Malik Willis. I like what he's got. It's just it, it's so raw. Liberty scares me, right? Like, you haven't played a lot of competition. Yeah. But we said, like, Josh, he kind of reminds me a little bit of Josh Allen coming out of college. Like, Josh, everyone's like, he went to Wyoming. Kind of got similar traits. I think Allen has a, a little bigger of an arm. But you're banking on getting him in the right system. You're banking on putting him in front of a quarterback coach. You're banking on all that stuff. But anyways, Warnsey, it's draft season, baby. Are you yeah. ready? We'll dive in yeah. heavy. So the Double Dunk Podcast will be your one-stop shop before the NFL draft. Eric and I will start. Next week, probably looking at Monday or Tuesday. Then we got Dane Brugler again on Wednesday. So excited. We got, I think we're, what, 17 days away now? A little longer than that. Almost 20 days. So the NFL draft. My boy. Cannot wait to see the wide receivers all over again because I cannot stop watching Traylon Burks. I think he's the most fun guy. I'll get into more. I don't know what I'm missing. I don't get why people don't like him as much as I do. But anyways, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Really appreciate it. Eric and I will be back next week. And we will. Talk to you later.